0: Welcome to track number 23 of All Out. We are going to look at the sin that so easily besets us. That keeps us from, you know, pressing on, all out. Okay? And I am going to share with you about only one sin okay that so easily besets all of us that we are unable to go all out what do you think so now being visionless in that sense is not a matter of just being an aimless person God does not want us to be aimless. Now when the Bible says without a vision, a person perishes. You you must have, if you are an all-out candidate, you must have one vision. Do you understand what I'm saying? So even though you are aimless, you know, like when I told Pastor Paul that he should go home we are aimless here. The point that I was trying to make, all right, is that in in the sense of the secular things I am aimless this is the whole point in terms of financial visions in terms of academic pursuits in terms of all those things I have no more visions and aspirations but I do have something that is a vision and that is my vision is God this is the point that I am trying to make And that vision is, I want to be close to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And that's a vision, it's a purpose. And it also guides you and helps you to take decisions, do the right things. Because there is a plan, there is a dream, there is something else you are following. And that vision is not some academic something or some financial whatever, but it's a dream to have God. And to be close to God. Amen. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. So don't just say that, well, I don't have a, I'm aimless. And then be happy. Because we, we've learned at the camp not to have any aims in life. You understand? Now, you must have a vision that is to be close to God, to do His will, and to serve Him. Amen. Yes. So now... You'll find out that disentangling yourself is important. You'll find out that emptying yourself is important. But now, the sin. And I'm talking about only one sin. That is the sin that keeps us from going all out. What is that sin? How many want to know the sin? The sin. Most of us, when we think of sin, we think of sex. It's because you are young. And you have feelings, you understand So when you think of something bad You think of, you feel that it's sex You know, or something wrong You get it So we have what we call, everybody has his big three, big five Top five, top three sins. Is that not so? What are the top three? Fornication Drinking, smoking, lies. This is easy. So, most of us have a mind, thanks. Most of us have a mind that these are sins. That's why you can find some of the most wicked people are virgins. Yeah. One day, one day, one of our pastors was there. And his father called him. I want to give you only one piece of advice. As you are going to get married. His brother was telling me. He was quiet. was listening. What advice is he going to get from his father? You know what his father said to him? He said, I have only one thing to say to you. If you are going to marry, just remember never marry a virgin. <laughs> Mercy Is it not amazing? That's the advice. Never marry a virgin. That's the advice that he gave his son. So I thought about it. You know, because that's, that statement is a mystical statement. It's a statement pregnant with triplets. Things that must be revealed. Why should somebody advise his son that this is the one piece of advice I will give you? No, never marry a virgin. Because the virgin has peppered him. The virgin that he married has peppered him. (laughs) One day, I was talking to an elderly lady, almost 70 years old. She has been in the Methodist church for many years. She was saying that some of the pastor's wives, the priest's wives, she used the term, she said they pepper their husbands. And she said that they know that the husband cannot divorce them. Yeah. So they pepper them. She said, one of the priests one day, his wife died. And then the wife that peppered him for many years. When he married another one. And that one also peppered him <laughs> and that one also died so later when his second wife was dead they were coming to him again he should marry <laughs> and he said I've seen one before and I've seen another <laughs> Me, I should go and marry again now huh? yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 peppering. And do you know why this virgin was peppering? Uh, this uh, uh, father was advising never marry a virgin you see there are more evil things than fornication but fornication is very common do you see it's very common and it's easy to do I mean if you are a young lady and you meet a strong willed person who is convincing you see you see. You can easily fornicate. <laughs> huh? Yeah. And you just need one killer. <laughs> if you meet one killer you are done for. It's true. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want you to raise your hands, but you understand what I'm saying. Mercy. Zigzag. So, we we think of that as the sin. The sin. You see. But for somebody to advise his son that if you are marrying, do not marry one of these, it means what he has seen in his life from the virgin that he married. He has attributed all his sorrows, <laughs> all his sorrows, <laughs> to this. What I'm telling is a true story. Some of you think I'm making. I'm making. No, 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 no if it's a true and imaginary story I will tell you but when it's true and you see that I'm saying that the only thing is I have not mentioned the name I can easily mention oh, I not <laughs> <laughs> that means that somebody who is a virgin can do bad to someone very bad and evil things and pepper the husband with jamaican jack So you realize that having been a virgin, do you see, has not removed the evil that is in the person. Yeah, that's why if you are not a virgin, you know, many or some of us are not. We know. It shouldn't worry you so much. Do you see? Not that you should that he has seen he has advised his son this one I've seen one before all my life that's the advice so what it is is that the general public does not know but the man who lives with her he can see the evil and he has attributed it to this virginity (laughs) (laughs) He attributed his problems to the virginity of this girl. <laughs> but you see, if a man, men cannot see, but the one who is close, that's why usually it is your spouse, you see, who can really say much about you. You understand? Yeah. How we are in church. You know when we come to church, it's like dressing. We dress up. And we improve and enhance. We improve and enhance our smiles. We, some of us, when we get home, the face has changed. But when we come out, hello, Pastor. Hello, Pastor. Hello, Pastor. God bless you, master When you get home. Our faces is as though the blood has been transfused from our face. All smiles are removed from your face. When you come to church, you are frisky. Moving around. Helping. Nice. Smiling. When you get home. I don't want to move. I don't want to move anywhere. I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk. One day a certain husband, he, 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 he did something, he began to count the number of words that his wife had spoken in the day by the evening. Then he said to me, she has spoken five words from morning to evening. But when you come out, hello, Pastor. Talking monitor. Only five words were recorded the whole day. Flexibility. Zero. Interest. nil that's why he calls and let me advise you, if you are marrying, never marry a virgin. Because he has seen something in the house, which is apart from the virginity of the person that you haven't slept with someone. All the evils in the person, you, you will even prefer a prostitute. It's true. Because it gets to a point, you realize that the evil in us, eh, the evil in us is more than anything sexual. Yeah. Yeah. You see, sex is not using that organ that you have down there to do something. Yeah. No, it's even more. That's why the Bible says, oh Babylon, the is fallen, and has... And has become the hold of every devil. She has corrupted the world with her fornications, and all the nations of the world have lived deliciously with her, and drank of the wine of her, of the wrath of her fornication. You understand? It's a certain relationship which is not correct to God. It's beyond your sexual organs. Hmm? What is, what is sex? What is sex? <laughs> we were in, uh, the other day a brother came and, and was telling me, he said, look, he saw a t-shirt. And then on the t-shirt they had written, sex. In, out, in, out, in. That's it. <laughs> you know, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Sex. In, out, in, out, in, out, in. Finish. (laughs) Sex. Are you listening to me? There's more evil than just in, out, in, out, in, out, in wickedness in our hearts mm. Mm. unkindness mm. unforgiveness bitterness. bitterness lack of love yeah. lack of pleasantness oh, lack of of, of even, <laughs> happiness constant quarreling oh. He will say, give me a prostitute. Give me a prostitute who is humble. And this proud woman here. Give me anybody well used. I like it. That's why I God said, come. If you marry, never marry a virgin. Because he could see that he, he has experienced firsthand that it's more to a woman than having used that place before. For whatever. There is more to sin than the few ones you've mentioned to yourself. In, out, in, out, in, out, in. That's the only sin in the world. Oh, cannot be. And that's why when you read the Bible carefully, you will see what God considers to be sin. It's often something different. If God tells you to do something you don't do it, that is the sin. That is sin. That's the real sin. And you will find out ultimately that it's not what you think is right. Like that fellow I I was talking to on the plane. And he said to me, all that is important is my family and my friends, and the people who have supported me in my life, and I've had a good life, and they've helped me, and they've supported me, and they're important to me, and so that's what I do. I believe in the law of karma, and I do good. And he said, I mean, as far as my heart serves me, I don't know of any bad thing I've done to anybody, anywhere, anytime. There's more than you know. What God says is this, this is wrong, then that is the sin. Not your little concept of being a virgin. Why would God tell the prophet, go and marry this prostitute? Mm. Mm. One day, I had two pastors. One had a lot of problems. Fornication, There's that, that, different things. And the other, no problems, of what we call problems. Correcto Perfecto. My father had a house called Correcto Perfecto. Correct and perfect. Correcto Perfecto, sisters. Huh? But one day, I was thinking... Theoretically. Sometimes it's good to think. You know, some of us, we don't do a we don't think. The difference between you and a chicken is that your brain is bigger. <laughs> and you are supposed to use it. Chickens, they don't think much. they it were to think, You realize that every party they, we are eating, every event you are eating, slaughtered, your brothers and sisters, always. <laughs> Anyway, so I began to think about these two fellows and ask myself, which of these two would I want to be with, to work with, to have, to be around me and to do anything with or to choose? And I thought that if I have to choose 100 times, for 100 times, I would choose this brother whom you may say has a had, has had problems that he had but he had had me I would choose the one the so called problems one. 100 I would choose him first time I would choose him second time I would choose him third time 48th time I would still be choosing him 95 times I would still be choosing him because pride even though it's invisible is the ugliest most horrible sometimes even when you sin that's when you become humble yeah. yeah, and that sometimes is taken away from virgins. In fact, even a woman, when a woman is even after you know, well, unmarried girls, they have a certain pride. You know, they have, and when you marry, you give birth, even if you don't have a child, but you are married. You know, you you see that they are generally cooler and more easygoing. You get what I'm saying. Because a lot of delusions have been wiped away. You've been calmed down by the realities of life. You understand what I'm saying? So I said to myself, I would choose this one any day. And you see, that is why God, sometimes you wonder why would God choose David. David was a murderer. He was this, he was this, he was this, he was that. You see, try to see. And that's why sometimes you have to transpose the thing and put yourself in God's shoes. When you put yourself in God's shoes, you get it? Then you can see how he chooses. Because you would also choose the same. You would also choose the same. You would choose an easy-going, flowing, humble person. Than a proud know-it-all. Any day. Yeah. One day I saw a pastor. He was... Uh, his wife had left him, so he was going to get married again. The one whom he was going to marry... Hmm, the one whom he was going to marry. In fact, I've seen it many times: wife dead, wife left, and then the, then the pastor is going to marry again. Often people don't like his choice. Yeah, often people people don't like his choice, and they don't see what he's, he has seen in such a woman. Yeah. You see, because he doesn't come sometimes with the most whatever whatever lady or what but you see that, ah uh, who is this mulliganos person he's, he's gone for. The mulliganos person is more humble. Yeah. I went to a church once, the pastor was in his house, he was resting then he went to the room and his wife was sitting on the bed and her head was like this they had been married for many years when he touched her no response called the hospital, called the ambulance people, they came on the bed they tried to do everything she was gone very sad when he married again almost half of the church left you know why they didn't like the person she he chose. She was a nobody in the church. She had been in the church for years. She used to do things in the church, help with this. I think she has been married before. She has been divorced before. She has been whatever. We don't want such a person. We want the virgin, and we want the virgin whatever, and this and that and that. But this experienced person he was a cool somebody who has been seniorized also, and is very cool very cool and humbled it's a very good message this message I'm preaching you never understand why somebody is choosing this thing The person has been sin life do you know sin and a great famine arose And he began to be in want (laughs) And he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country And he sent him to feed his swine And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk The swine did eat And no man gave unto him He has seen the bottom line Because for you, for Jesus to tell a story In which pigs ah uh, what you are desiring to eat look i was in jerusalem i said me i don't like beef and all those things i have to eat it i have to eat it i don't like it i want to eat pork some people say it's not healthy but it's healthy for me <laughs> that is it so i said can i have pork they laugh here pork in jerusalem and there's no pork here <laughs> there's nothing like that here here in Jerusalem, which place? We don't have such animals here. There's no such animal here. So when the Bible says, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him to feed his swine, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks which the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Even the priests were not giving him some of their food. He has gone to the lowest place possible. So when he came back to his father, he said, I will arise and I will go to my father's house and I will say, I have sinned. He will say, I have gone for a Greek. I went to do a Greek practical. I was on the field doing whatever. My masters and so on and so on. No, I have sinned. I made a mistake. I'm back home. Sometimes you will not understand a man's choice. I've seen it. I saw another pastor. He was going to marry again. He married again people say wow how could you marry this person? she has different children i think she had been a prostitute before she has a child with this person child with this person child with that person whatever different the passed and when the man was choosing a woman a wife from a congregation of thousands that is the woman he chose you may never understand it and you also will not understand why god chose david Although there was Saul, and there were this, and there was that, and there was that. But he said, this is the one that I want. Because there is more to sin than those three things you have mentioned. Being, ever fornicating, drinking, or smoking, or whatever. It's your little definition based on your minimal experience in this life. And even just a man, when he has a little experience in life, what he would choose, and the kind of person he would choose, you see that is different. And so when you are young, in those days, you got, yeah, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a, somebody to marry. See, uh, pastor, I want a certain tough lady. I was talking to one brother. Said, Have you seen that tough lady? <laughs> so I said, "Which tough?" He said, "Oh, that tough lady, <laughs> i'm looking for that tough have you seen the tough girl there that tough i said yeah i've seen the tough one (laughs) Are you listening to me? (laughs) But when you have been through certain things in life, you see that when you are choosing, (laughs) you will be looking for something else. Oh yeah. Somebody who has also been broken, just like you. Somebody who is also nothing. Nothing. Just like you, because you'll be broken by your experience, like either divorce or death of your wife. It's one of the top three, sinazos. You know, sinazo. We have top ten, top five, top three, top two. It's in the top three. For your spouse to die or leave you, it's in the top three. Yeah. When you have experienced a top three, when you are looking, you also look for someone who is in the top three. <laughs> also broken, without much self esteem in terms of being proud. You say, I am like this, I've not done this before, I've not done that before, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. And so what? And so, are you God? <laughs> <laughs> So it has taken me years to understand this advice. You understand? God is Son and told him, Only one thing I want to say. And the brother was telling me, he said, Hey, my father told me just one thing never bury a virgin. <laughs> he has seen other evils, other evils. It would be better to have somebody who has been trained by another man. It has had rehearsals. <laughs> rehearsals. Training. Themed. Mercy. <laughs> life is marvelous. It's a mysterious life. You will never know how life would tell that such a thing can be true. Oh, pray that you never live with a proud person. Yeah, whether man or woman. Pray about it. It's the ugliest. I was talking to one pastor, he thought to tell me, look. I am the he said to me, I was the golden boy of assemblies of God. Golden boy. I haven't done bad things before. Golden boy. Yeah. It's a pastor. And he said to me, I was I was on the top board of assemblies of God. And so what? It's a good question. And he said to me, I have presided over 1,500 cases of pastors who have committed some serious sin. 1,500. And he said to me, of the 1,500, there was one thing that was common to all the 1,500 cases of pastors who have had serious problems. And I was listening quietly. What is that one thing? Sex, no. One thing, pride. All of them. No matter the issue, is the pride that is common to all. Yeah. You know, and so sometimes God gives us things in this life to just take away our pride. Just to take it away. And it comes out of our lives. I tell you. Do you see? And you will prefer any day to have a non virgin, well trained and tame, rehearsed, who is humble, <laughs> than a virgin full of pride. You will see her and you will say, What is this? The ugliness of Satan. Manifesting through the pride One pastor was telling me Okay I'll tell you that story later Amen You like stories (laughs) Anyway What are we talking about So 1 John defines what sin is First John. I'm just trying to define sin for you. First John, Chapter Three. Verse Three. Every man that has this hope, First John, three in him purify himself even as he is pure verse 4 whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law for sin is the transgression of the law amen sin is the transgression of the law and this is the law of God that is what sin is. you understand? That is the definition of sin in the Bible. Whatever God's law is, when you break it, you have sinned. Simple and short. And if his law is, you should be a eunuch and you transgress that law, you have sinned. If his law is that you should have sex and you do not have sex, you have transgressed and you have sinned. If his law is that you should stay in the ministry And you do not stay in the ministry You have sinned If his law is that you should leave your job And go all out you, And you don't do it You have sinned if his, if his law for you is Worship him and you don't worship him You have sinned If his law for you is have a crusade And you rather go and have a prayer meeting You have sinned in having the crusade that is what sin is sin is the transgression of the law of god for you god's word for you is the sin that is what sin is and anybody who sets aside god's word and god's law no matter what it is is operating in and by sin it doesn't matter whether it's non-sexual you understand sexual sins is a department it's a department Sin as departments you understand and the head of department is the transgression of the law is the overall department of sin you can call it department of sin you can call it department of the transgression of the law and under that we have sex this that, that 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 and everything but most of us have put only sex as the head of department do you understand as the definition of sin is having sex no sometimes people get married and they cannot have sex because they feel so bad about what they are doing because they feel they are doing something sinful do you understand they feel they are doing something sinful because they remember because it looks the same they remember Ooh. What I did, this is the same thing, and the erection dies. They cannot, or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. You don't, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You have innocent uh, sisters here. You don't understand such things. You hope so. Mercy. What do you think? Sin is what? The law That's, that's when you sin If God said to you Go and give this man an offering you don't do it That's your that's sin It's as good as fornicating with anyone yeah. It's as good as it Easy If God said preach that And you don't preach it You preach something else you might as well go and sleep with someone. It's the same thing. Yeah. You might as well go and have sex with someone. That's a sin. If God says, serve me, you don't serve him. You might as well go sleep with everybody else. That sin is the transgression of the law of God for you. When God's word for you, God's law for you is there, and you, you fail to do it, you have sinned. And this is what keeps us from going all out with God. The sin in our lives. What we categorize as, Lord, just set this aside. Look, if you read Luke 14, the, the famous story that we all have, let's look at it, of the um, the Anakazo story. You see, what made God angry? A certain man made a great supper in verse 16 and invited many people and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. The first said, I have made, bought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. And another said, "I married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. I cannot. I cannot come. Simple and short. So that servant came and showed his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, "Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, bringing the hither the poor, the, bringing hither the poor, the blind, maimed, halt, etc." And the Lord said, It is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for what? Yes, there's room at the cross for you. You see, yet there is room. This is where the song came from. All right. And the Lord said unto the seven, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel or anacastle them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of the non virgins shall taste of my supper. Is that what it says? No. None of what? Those men who were bidden shall taste of my supper. Exclusion from this great supper comes the anger of the Lord was kindled why? because the lady of the people in this film have sex none of them had sex I said none of them had sex one of them made an excuse and he used marriage as a reason not to obey God that was the sin to God and to them is to use your family as a reason why you will not do the will of God Is to use your family My marriage That was the sin to that man And that's what God was angry and said Look, none of these people are going to come i have finished with them Rule them out Rule in some others Have you seen how those others come in? Yeah. These funny mulliganos people we don't read. you know what a mulligan is? When you say something it's mulliganos mulligan see when you are playing golf and you play one and it's like you play a bad shot your friend can say oh it's a mulligan that means I we won't count it it's as if we didn't see non-scoring it's it's mulliganos or it's a mulligan so the non-scoring people who we wouldn't invite like the cripples and the blind and all those people who are not counted the Have you seen how these people come? Have you seen why a pastor would now go and choose after his experience in marriage and in life he will go and choose something that you wouldn't choose for him. And you can see how God chooses people. He will choose a drug addict. Because when he went to the university I used to say, you know, somebody like the Archbishop Duncan Williams you know, some people say why should God choose such a person to well, because when the Lord went to the University of Ghana to get a very decent person to work for him, none of the decent people there would work for him. He couldn't find anybody in the University of Ghana. So he went to the University of Capos, he couldn't find anybody there. But there were great people there. Then he went to the University of Science and Technology. He couldn't find anyone there. He went to the University of Windows. So he was not left with much choice. So he went to the airport and saw some people pushing tracks there and trying to carry people's bags when they travel abroad and come and he saw one of them and said would you work for me I want you to work for me and he was able to get him to follow him that's how come that's how come God goes further because we are too nice and too good and too educated and we have visas and we have permits and green cards and this and that so we have to choose somebody without one because you are too good too nice for him. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, that's why when I preach, people say, "Oh, it's no, we are not. It's, it's very unusual to have a somebody who's a doctor and somebody who's a this and somebody is whatever. It's unusual because we feel that what we have is so great, yeah. and it's nothing. And so the sin in your life is to do anything that God says. Come, I'm inviting you for something. Say, "Yeah, supper." You are hot. If he says come, might as well go and start sleeping with somebody. Sleep with anybody you want. It's the same. Sin is the transgression of the law. Look, sin. Eh? Sin is mobile. Today what is sin? Tomorrow is not sin. Ladies, how many of you are not married? If you are not married in the front row, raise your hand. B- Biki. Bookie. You're not married. How old are you? Twenty. You see now, Bookie. My advice to you not even advice. Counsel. Guidance. Preaching. Input. Eh? Now. Are you married? You married? Is don't have sex. But one day I'll see you, Bookie, and you have your ring on your finger, and I'll say, Bookie, have sex. Now, the opposite that don't have sex has expired. It's now a sin. Yeah. To not have sex. So one day no sex was right, and tomorrow no sex is wrong. Easy. That's why you that's why I see when you are walking with God, if you don't follow Him closely. You will be surprised that suddenly you are a very bad person as far as, as, far as heaven is concerned. Because you are following an old instruction. And the new instruction has come, but you don't want to change to the new instruction. Easy, easy. What do you think? Huh? Is it mysterious? Huh? Huh. So sin, what one of the things we need a lot of in the church is a redefinition of sin and you need to redefine it in your mind and that is what keeps us from obeying god this guy his family said i've married a wife that's what was keeping him out of the will of god his family his family his family another one it was his business i'm telling you his business he was putting business before god it was for God. Said. this guy I don't want to see them at my supper again. I'm going for these cripples. Bring blind people. I've chosen blind people. Another one, it was his properties and his money, his lands and wealth that he had acquired. That is what he has put before God. And that is what was a great sin. That's what made God angry. None of these people went to commit uh, 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 fornication. None of them. That's why we always have to pray. We don't have to judge anyone. Because you'll be surprised how you are committing a horrible sin before God. And what keeps you from becoming the true meaning and i want to take you on a train on a journey you understand on a spiritual navigation do you see navigation for you to see that look with god the day that you that god speaks to you and you don't do what he's saying you start to get lost you start to get and you start to stay further and further away from his will for your life and you are further and further and further and further away from ever being able to go all out from the lord it's just by those things and that's why you that's why you see people so don't don't look at sex don't look at those things as what is sin no for some of you maybe it's just even an offering that you should give that you don't give or even that you make a pledge that you don't pay you know just that thing alone it's like you enter into sin. Because now God sees that you are not trustworthy with things. He was going to give you anointing. But it's like this more money thing that you can't be trusted with unrighteous mammon. Who is going to trust you with true riches? It was just a test. Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. Sin is transgression of the law. Sin is transgression of the law sin is transgression of the law breaking god's law is sin for you and for me and what is a law for me you understand what is a law for me what may be a law for you is different from what it be a law for me is there any married woman here this side is our marriage section You got married here. Oh, you got married right here. And you are not married. Okay, stand up, two of you. Married and unmarried. Are are you married? Not married? Are you married? You're married. Think about it. When you have sex, it's a sin. When you don't have sex, it's a sin. Two human beings sitting by each other. This is sin to you. The same thing that is sin to you is holiness to you. This is evil, and this is sin. The same act makes this holiness, and the same act makes this is evil. Say exactly the same. Lie down, do this, do that. You know how. I don't want to say too much. Same thing. Sin. No, not a sin. That's why, if you are a pastor and you are a lay pastor, somebody to be a lay pastor is, is holiness and someone, to be a lay pastor is sin because he needs you in the full time and you are persisting in lay, writing books about it and saying things theories one day i call one of our pastors and said come with me i want to drive with you to talk with you you know i'm i'm busy so as long as i don't have time to sit with you in a board meeting so as we are walking on the roadside we, we talk and i said to him let's go as we drove along i said to him pastor it was well, he was one of my best lay pastors I said pastor you are one of my best lay pastors if, if I ever need anything to be done for God you are the person I mean you will do anything I said you move around you help, you work and I said to him but I just want to tell you the reason why you are doing all those things is because you are disobeying God And you are compensating for your failure to obey God. That is what has led to all these activities. (laughs) So you are trying to compensate. God has called you to come and work for him. Instead of working for him, trying to do extra as a lay (laughs) person. To compensate for your failure to obey God. So meanwhile, there are people in the church... Who are disobeying God by refusing to be lay pastors They don't want to work for God They don't want to sacrifice They don't want to give themselves So that is the sin For them not to be a lay pastor is a sin And for the other one to be a lay pastor is a sin Sin is the transgression of the law I said sin is the transgression of God's law for you One day God told me to sing. To me to worship, you know, and he was, he showed me I, he showed me a vision in the vision that 's how he showed me how to, to sing, and I saw a giraffe singing a giraffe built I was somewhere with the giraffe, and the giraffe just started to sing built and the giraffe would, would lift up the voice and lift them out. Who, and the mouth what was the song this giraffe was singing um, you do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Everybody was watching it. The giraffe was worshiping. We were at a foreign place at the border. And the giraffe was not shy as I was shy. And not I just want to be. a You do miracles. How do you sing that song? You deserve the glory and the honor. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. The giraffe was like, have you seen the lips of the giraffe? Very big. The hands in worship. As we lift your holy name. For you are great. And the giraffe would, miracles so great. There is no one else like you there is no one else like you for you are great you do miracles so great there is no one else like you there is no one else like you now for me it was a sin not to sing and now to worship. Think about it. Who would have thought that to not worship is a sin? Huh? I remember about uh, four years ago, the Lord told me to start to worship Him. You know. So this giraffe vision was something getting problems. It was getting worse. So when you see a giraffe trying to teach you, something bad is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Something bad is happening, I tell you. <laughs> Think about it. So you, and sometimes, I, sometimes I'll, I'll tell somebody, have sex with your husband, okay? And I watch how they respond to that. I often use that as a barometer to see how yielded they are to the word of God. Yeah, how yielded they are the word of god it's something i just, I just as a, do and then i'll find out you see the pastor don't worry don't worry pastor, don't worry i shouldn't worry i'm very worried i'm very worried about your attitude yeah i'm very worried about it i use it as a barometer what is a barometer it measures what It measures something at least, huh? Eh? Something. Something is measured. Because usually it's a measure of your selfishness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a measure of your selfishness. It's a measure of your inability to obey the word. It's a measure of even your response to your father's hand. Say, do this, do this, do this, do this. How really you are malleable. Because you can hey, smile and everything and say nice and all that for the things which are okay for you. But when it comes to certain things, Certain things, <laughs> nothing can move you. And I know what most many women will not easily be moved about. When you see how my said do this, yes, Daddy, I'll give you a good report tomorrow. I'll do, and you see how they do. Some you say this <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. they will not do they will not do they will not do I use it as an indication as a barometer you see this girl smiling with you and all that many of you you are flowing with the pastors and so on were we to marry you it's not easy at all your real spirit will come forth yourself will come all this respect we have in the church nice behavior with smilings yes papa yes daddy it will change into Are you listening? What do you think? Is it real? How malleable are you? God will say this. Now he has changed it. Now this one is right. 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 Sin is the transgression of the law. That is what is sin. And God's law is some, what his spirit tells us. What he says to us. That's, that's the law. If God says to go to the mission field and you are staying here. You might as well stay with the prostitute. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you are, you are, you are, just, you are just doing something different. You are your own man. You might as well do it. And god may say to you stay in london that is what is good see the same thing again you to stay in london is right you to stay in london is evil blood of people are being as it's, is being lost blood she said it because you are here and you because you are here people are being saved and you go witnessing, and you come and you say I do more than most of these full-time pastors and so last month I paid my tithe 400 pounds and I do more I've won 13 souls today I've brought more tithes to the church thank God I have done no wrong I have done no evil God is with me God is blessing me you don't know that thou art naked and blind mercy That's why I'm always praying for forgiveness. And mercy. Natalie, what do you think? Isn't it? Yeah. One day, I went to visit somebody in the university. And they asked me, when are you going to get married? I said, me? Not now. I don't have any such plans. Because I didn't like marriage. And one day the Lord said, "Mary," I said, "Me? It couldn't be." Then who? Number two. <laughs> okay. God is grateful. Oh. He just hold you like this and move you with you. And most of our when he's leading you like that, reaches a point he, he moves and you are also going somewhere, like that. Because you are stuck. And that's why you need to study spiritual navigation spiritual navigation when you are navigating your ship you cannot use what you see to know the way there is nothing to see almost everything in one context is right and another context is wrong almost everything even to kill in the context of god telling you kill everyone in, yeah. it, there are places in the bible you see that god said kill them and not killing was a sin and that's why saul was saul lost his job because he said kill everybody you have left some some i said i don't want to kill all of them including women and children that is what is right for me yeah and not killing them is the sin wow, wow when we went to the camp they told us that we can be killed occasionally there may be some instructions to kill (laughs) Stand to your feet. How many want to be navigated by the Spirit? I want to keep going straight. Straight. Yeah. So if the navigation of the Spirit is taking you on a zigzag, how many want a zigzag? Zigzag is better than straight when it's the Spirit. What do you think? Is it a good thing? Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands to him. Lord, I'm tired of defining what is right for myself, what is wrong for myself. I need you, Lord, to guide me in this life.